the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt. Our podcast is sponsored by Alliance Defending Freedom. ADF provides help at no cost to those whose liberty is being violated, but they can't do it without your help. Call 800-691-8969. That's 800-691-8969. Or visit townhallreview.com. Folks, uh, here's here's an astonishing story from the University of Louisville concerns a professor of psychology at the University of Louisville, Alan Josephson, and I have as well Tyson Langhofer, who is a senior counsel for the terrific Alliance Defending Freedom, truly one of the great uh, groups doing good in this country. Uh, Gentlemen, thank you for being on. I'm very unhappy that you have to be on. So one of you should tell us uh, in, in a nutshell what the story is with Professor Josephson. Sure, I can uh, begin, uh, Dennis. By the way, I'm a professor of psychiatry. People always get that mixed up. But I'm a physician and who practice psychiatry. Good. No, I, you're right. I, I had it. Uh, I, I hate when I introduce people wrong, but that's, I read what I was given. Thank you for the correction. Hey, it happens all the time. Well, Dennis, what happened to me is uh, I believe polit- uh, professors shouldn't fear for their careers when they accept speaking opportunities or, or hold differing views. And for 15 years, I led the Division of Child and Adolescent Psychiatry at University of Louisville, as you pointed out, and I turned the program around. But in the fall of 2017, I took a speaking engagement at the Heritage Foundation, and some of my colleagues became quite upset at what I said. Just weeks later, the university demoted me, uh, exposed me to really hostile working conditions for almost a year, and then finally my contract was not renewed uh, several months ago. This was in spite of the fact that I had perfect marks in my three most recent performance evaluations. And and in my view, asking probing questions as part of my job description as an academic person, that shouldn't disqualify me from leadership, but but that's actually what happened at the University of Louisville for me. Right. Now let's go to the particular. What did you say that caused the University of Louisville to let a distinguished psychiatrist go? Well, that, of course, is the question of, of the hour, and uh, I am really not sure specifically. I'll tell you what I said, but I couldn't believe that this would be uh, in any way contentious because I'm not a politician. I'm an academic physician. I practice psychiatry, and universities must respect our free speech rights as professors. I simply argued this. From the perspective of existing research and clinical experience, When you're treating children with gender dysphoria, medical professions should first seek to understand what's going on psychologically, developmentally, in their families. These uh, things always accompany such a confusing uh, condition, problems there. And and simply put, I would summarize, you need to explore things before you affirm and go ahead with radical treatments that physically can change young people's lives. And, and this is really how we approach all sorts of child psychiatric problems. These tr- children should be treated no differently. I didn't think it was uh, provocative at all, but certainly some of my faculty didn't like it. 
I'm sitting here in silence because I'm uh, I'm processing. All you said as a psychiatrist was that if a child says, I am not, uh, a boy says, I am not a boy anymore, a girl says, I am not a girl anymore, that the psychiatrist or psychologist or parents try to find out what might have triggered this gender dysphoria. So, uh, of course, I know why why it's not kosher. I mean, the, the left believes you have to say to the child, of course you're not a boy. Of course you're not a girl. And that, that is to end the issue. That, the, so you violated uh, this uh, left-wing tenet, and for that yes. reason, you, your career has been cut short. Let me go to Ty, Tyson at, uh, at the um, Alliance Defending Freedom. What is your case legally with regard to his firing? Sure. Uh, so, Dennis, I mean, basically, universities, they don't have the right. When they're a public university, they don't have the right to fire somebody because they hold different views than their colleagues or, the, or their administration. That violates the First Amendment. Uh, public university professors have the right to speak freely. And, and, in fact, not only does it violate the First Amendment, but it really violates a core tenet of what a university is supposed to be, which is a marketplace of ideas, not an assembly line for one type of thought. And so our, our claim is that the university violated uh, Dr. Josephson's First Amendment rights by firing him for speaking a message uh, and, and, ac- and ha- holding an academic opinion um, that was different than others and that, that basically they were angry about and demanded that he be fired over. I just uh, want to ask uh, Professor Josephson, uh, uh, you, you don't have to agree or disagree with what I'm about to say, but I'd like you to react. Uh, number one, I have explained to my listeners over the course of my lifetime that everything the left touches, it ruins. There is no exception that I am aware of, not liberals, but leftists. Now, I believe it is the psychiatric profession that you have fellow psychiatrists at the University of Louisville condemning you for saying that maybe we don't give uh, uh, testosterone blocking uh, hormones uh, to boys who think they're girls, or maybe we don't really uh, uh, cut off a girl's breasts when she's 16 because she says she's a boy, uh, that, that the psychiatrists in your department differed with you on that is a very scary thing with regard to the the practice of psychiatry is that correct inference on my part or not well uh, you make a couple of very interesting points there is a practical difference here and i was in a department of pediatrics interestingly enough while i worked closely with psychiatry uh, many of them including one good friend who is very supportive a very thoughtful psychiatrist many of the pediatricians i work with are quite uh against this and, and really created hostile environments and, and don't really understand the complexities of human behavior. They really uh, were the ones that were uh, mistreating me in a, in a hostile way. The, the, the pediatricians? Yes. Okay, so, uh, so you feel, so wait, so the, in general, psychiatrists at the university have been supportive of you and the pediatricians have not? Well, I, I wouldn't want to make it that black and white. I, I don't. Well, no, it's not black and white. It's in general. In general, isn't black and white. It is, well, I think you, you made the generalization about the pediatricians. So I'm asking, does that not apply to psychiatrists? Not as much, no. I think that the pediatricians were the ones that were more black and white and, and uh, 
could not look at the complex behavioral issues and really treated it such as children would come in, parents come in, ask for hormones, and they'd get them basically without any full uh, exploration of what I said, the developmental issues. Did anyone at the university come to your defense? Uh, I had a good number of people in my division. This was quite contentious. But at a leadership level, no. They, what was, Dennis, what was striking to me about this and, and, and my attorneys is how suddenly the decision was made. I had worked there 15 and a half years with exemplary marks. Everybody liked me. I was nationally known. And within a few weeks, they got rid of me as a leader. And uh, that was just unbelievable to me. And, of course, I had to take legal action. Tyler, where is this, what is the story legally at this point? Tyson, I'm well, sorry, just, Tyson, sorry. Yeah, that's fine. We we just filed the lawsuit, um, so we're you know we're we're waiting essentially um, for the the uh, university's full um, response. But you know the the, the factual case the case is very clear. When they they sent when they demoted Dr. Josephson, they sent him a letter and they said the reason you're being demoted is because the, some of your faculty disagree with you and you can't lead because they disagree with you, which is clearly not the case. In, in universities, there you know there's disagreement on on issues all the time. That's how these things are resolved. Um, but they didn't give them the opportunity to resolve it. Um, they just removed it within three weeks. And so it's at a very early stage. Uh, we'll wait to see what the how the university responds. Uh, but we feel very good about it. I mean, the First Amendment's really strong on this. They you know it's very clear that universities can't do this to professors simply because they disagree with their views. If the University of Louisville were not a public university, would you have a case? No, it would be a much different situation uh, because the First Amendment doesn't apply to private universities. And so, if a private university wants to take a certain position, um, you know, on on this from a from a messaging or from a belief standpoint, they would have the right to do that. Obviously, a religious uh, school, a Catholic school, or some other religious school could say that we, you know, we take these views um, seriously based on a religion, and we're not going to pursue other views. So they would have that that defense. But this is a public university, and therefore the the First Amendment governs in this professor is this case known in louisville uh yeah the day after we filed it was uh in our local paper um and uh it's certainly gotten around although interestingly enough the local media hasn't wanted to cover it very much and i suspect that has something to do with politics and the spectrum of political views in in the town uh i want to help uh, adf out even though uh I don't have to, uh, but you're so good. What, how do people, just people donate if they want at your website? Absolutely. Our website's adflegal.org. So that's A-D-F-L-E-G-A-L.org. You can find out about Dr. Josephson's case and, and about all the other cases that we got that we're handling. Uh, and we, we appreciate your support, Dennis, and, and all your support of your listeners. Yes, you deserve it, my friend. Uh, in 10 seconds, Professor, did any professors write anything public in your defense? Uh, at this point, it has not been particularly public. I've had a lot of support. Uh, Privately. But, uh, it's not been particularly public. Yeah, yeah. okay. Correct. Well, cowardice is the defining characteristic of the academic. Hey, thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt. Our podcast is sponsored by Alliance Defending Freedom. 
ADF provides help at no cost to those whose liberty is being violated, but they can't do it without your help. Call 800-691-8969. That's 800-691-8969. Or visit townhallreview.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.